I'm Eric Sean. You're listening to Riddle, the podcast, my companion series to the Fox Nation show, Riddle, the search for James R. Hoffa. Teamsters leader Jimmy Hoffa disappeared on July 30th, 1975, and our episodes detail our Fox Nation investigation of the case. With us now, Philip Moscato Jr., his father, Philip Moscato Sr., known as Brother Moscato, owned the dump in Jersey City where it's believed Hoffa's body was taken and buried after you were shot to death in Detroit. The FBI searched the dump, but came up empty. The reason, says a new theory, was the body was moved after one of the mafia hoodlums went to the FBI. Phil told me that in 2014, two weeks before his father died of liver cancer at the age of 79, he sat with his son on a hospital bed, and his father told him mobster Sal, Sally Bugs Baguglio shot Hoffa and that Hoffa's body was buried in New Jersey. He says he will tell law enforcement where it is in a sworn affidavit so that they can commence a dig. Let me go back to your when you grew up. Your dad is uh, Philip Brother Moscato, very respected, wealthy, owned a slew of restaurants, you know, racehorses uh, in the Genovese uh, crime family and respected in that world. What, What was life like for you? You know, when when you grew up, uh, you guys at one point lived next to Jackie Gleason. Yeah, as a kid in Jersey City, before we moved to Florida, I mean, life was always good. Uh, you're a kid, you want to get out, you want to do your things, you have your friends and whatnot. But uh, there was always the thing, who my dad was. I learned that kind of like very early. Um, and it's not like anyone told me. You, you kind of see how people respect your dad. People respected you because it was your dad. Um, I mean, there were times when we were a little kid, my father used to come home and he lived in our apartment and he'd have just trunk full of goodies, <laughs> you know, all kinds of different things from soap to dog products. It was crazy. And people, he'd open the trunk, people come over, get what they need. And, uh, it, it's, it's wild because it's like, you see movies that, that detect all of this and, People say, wow, that's pretty wild and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, when it's a real life, it really is that way. It's not just a movie. People understand that. That that all came from people that lived that life, that got it to the movies, you know. And then we wind up moving to Florida. And, you know, Honeymoon is my favorite all-time show, as of still today. And Smokey the Bandit, my favorite movie of all time. And here we go, move next door, one house away from Jackie Lisa, and we moved to Florida. Um, and from that point on, it was uh, that's when you start realizing that you're different. And your family's different. Your way of life is different than anybody else that you're with or that you hang out with, um, that you know. And people know that. And the people we that were around all the time knew that. And it was... Very, very, very different. And uh, you look back now and you say to yourself, like, wow. It's just been a long, crazy ride. It really has. Yeah, you go to a restaurant, you're treated like a king. You go to Las Vegas. uh, You're in an elevator once and you don't even know the guy recognizes you. I mean, anywhere, it's always the same thing. It's no matter where you go, what you do. 
And I just recently took a job somewhere. And uh, sure enough, the person that runs the property where I work used to work at a, a country club down in North Miami where we used to belong back in late 70s, early 80s. Sure enough, bang, she's seen my last name. She's like, you got to be kidding me. That was your dad? Yeah, but well, you know, and then here you go again. He's not even here anymore, and I still get that once in a while. But, you know, as going through life, there was many, many instances on vacation, a couple different times in Vegas. People just kind of, hey, are you brother's son? Yeah, why well, you look just like him. How's your dad doing? Things of that sort. You know, it's still till now. And that, that's what's really mind-blowing. It's, it's still till now. It still happens to me. Fill me in. You know, you're not going to say where the site is. You're, so everyone understands if they've seen the show. Uh, Phil's father uh, going to hospice and uh, in 2014. And Phil's mom goes down to get some food in the cafeteria. And Phil's dad says, listen, I, I got something to tell you. Listen real good. Uh, t- Phil, you tell me how that conversation went. And I want to preface this by saying Phil does not want to give out the site yet. He is still waiting for some confirmation. I understand that completely because there have been so many false leads and and so many digs. And you don't want to go down that path of uh, – and you are doing this, I think, responsibly. Right. It was a day when my dad decided that, you know, his fight with uh, cancer in his liver um, was coming to a close. And – after that, he told me a few things that we talked about. One of those things was at a location that, uh, that we're looking for. And uh, my job to kind of get it to the public. But again, people say, why don't you just tell everybody and this and that? I understand. You need to be patient. This isn't something you go and blurt out. There's not a lot of people on the planet that know this. I'm the only one. You, know, you just don't walk up and say, hey, I know where Jimmy Hoffa is buried. And you're going to start telling people this thing. There's going to be a lot of negatives and positives from this. And it's taken this long to prepare myself for that. Because we've already started getting the negatives. And uh, overall, it was my dad's decision to do this. I'm here to complete it. I want to make sure it's done the right way in class. Because my dad definitely was a class act. No class here. When you're on that, make sure it's not portrayed the wrong way mm-hmm. by anyone. It's, it's for a reason what I'm doing, and uh, I'm going to fulfill that for him. That was something he had wanted. So I'm, I'm here to make sure that it gets done the right way. That's a great, great way of putting it uh, for people to understand. It, it's it, it's hard to even explain. Um, and when, when I get asked that question, I've been asked that question by family members and very, very close friends. It, the answer is probably different every time, but the solution is always the same. Make it right. Do it the way you're supposed to do it and make sure that everyone understands. That, that's what I'm trying to accomplish here. When he was, uh, when, when he was telling you, he, you said in, in our show uh, that he told you the location. Uh, he told you who shot Jimmy Hoffa, that he said Sal Baguglio, who was a childhood friend. What what was going through your mind? I mean, you got your you're going. I've been through it. Those who are listening who've had the, lost their parents, man, you are thinking about a billion other things, and you've got this incredible yeah, the, emotional roller coaster. What, what what was going through your mind? Oh man, 
the craziest part about the whole thing was I already knew that he was coming home and planning his exit from us. So, I mean, he could have told me right then there he a million different things. I don't know how much would have you know stuck in my mind, but look at the magnitude of of what we're talking about here. And the reason why it's stuck so much is because of what it is. Um, that's the mind-blowing part. It, it, even till today, it's how do you put someone aside or anyone, public, and news, whatever it may be, and give that information? Because the first thing anybody on the face of this earth is going to think is like, what? Come on. And that's kind of how I felt for a while. You know, it's it, it's a big part of it, and you know, just it, it's insane. It's it's really really crazy. The information to be the only person on the face of this earth, from what I understand, to have this little bit of information that is so damn important is just mind blowing to begin with. It really is. It really really is, and it's a uh, it's taken a toll. It's been a long 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 road getting to this point very long and I mean you've had a lot of a lot of conversations outside just on the radio on the TV I think you for one or one person that could really sit down and say wow like 100% it's been a long road it's been tough yeah I understand that and that's heartfelt and that's definitely from your heart and your soul on this um, that that you know it's not a joke uh, the, the... I'm not here to hurt anybody. Yeah, I'm here to help the situation. Um, to, I guess some people could say I'm here to grant my father's one of his things that he wanted done before he, before he left us. He wanted to make sure I had this. I was going to do the right thing with it. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to do. As messed up as it sounds, that's all I'm trying to do. Not. <laughs> I hear that, uh, and I think our, our listeners do too, and understand your motivation. Um, and and as, as I was saying, Hoffa, he's a, he's a father. He's uh, uh, a, you know has loved ones. Uh, they're the, you know all oh, these jokes always buried in the giant stadium and this and that. And actually, frankly, I've been it's, I find those offensive because you're talking about a person. You're talking about a family. The daughter Barbara Cranser. Uh, 80 years old, uh, at James P., the current president of the Teamsters. They want this solved. They want to know what happened. They, they, they want to know what happened to their father. No, absolutely. And believe me, that's that was a, a thought that I've taken on from day one. I have obviously from day one, but the more I got into doing this and wanting to do this and, and doing more of my research and making sure I did it the right way, there's always the hostile point of it. And this gentleman had a family. Regardless of who my father was and who their father was, he was a dad, he was a husband, uh, he was a son, uncle, blah, blah, you can go down the line. And that doesn't matter what happened or who he may have been or what he did to get to where he was and all that. The difference is that if it was me, I would be in the same position as them. And the way that makes me feel is like, wow, it's pretty messed up. I mean, I had a dad growing up. I'm very lucky my dad went to 79 years old. Amazing. Amazing how the life that we led. Um, on the other hand, 
Hoff is very successful, um, very good people. Um, went and did what their dad did, and, uh, 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 doing his work now, which is awesome. But they still didn't have him for a long, long, long period of time. And not to know um, the rest of the story to them, got to be the worst part. I think living without him till now has probably become a common day, you know, but it never, it will never, ever, ever go away, ever go away. I think even if they, God, if we even found something, I don't think that would ever make that go away. Hopefully it'd make it better and they could understand a little more about what happened and know and have the you know, sense of closure, I guess you would call it, what the word is today. I'll have that sense of closure for them. What they've gone through, I don't think any of us could ever, ever imagine. And listen, if I can help solve that for them, um, is it, definitely one of the reasons why it took so long, too. Because I didn't want to be the one to make anyone's hopes get up and think that, hey, this is the guy that knows and all that. And it's not what this is about. It's taken this long because of the way we research and understand and put together the puzzle of how this happened you know, where it happened and hopefully we're gonna we're gonna get something from. Him. That's the that's that's one of the biggest part of this goal. And I help them out also along the way. It'd be a real, real nice thing for them. And I mean, gee, especially coming from me, I guess. Um, I don't know how that would sit, but I'm hoping that it would sit well that I'm even trying to help because I I'm a person like they are. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want no false hopes for anybody. It's not what this is about. This is about doing it the right way and doing the right thing here. Your father uh, told you that it was Sally Bugs Baguglia who shot Hoffa? Yeah, I had asked him a question about that, and he gave me a nod that it was. And they were close. So we, talked, we talked a little bit about some of the detail on stuff, but... Uh, it, it's there was so much more going on that day besides any of this. Um, you know, with him, <laughs> that how he even sat there and remembered to talk to him about a few things other than this that he did. Um, it was kind of weird when I look back. You know, how do you sit there and talk about things when you're done when you're not going to be there and you're actually going home, you know, planning your exit from this planet and, you know, still have the, uh, knowledge and the, the thinking to, to think a little bit forward about things that, that he would want um i mean clear, clearly he want i mean he wanted it out and he wanted he wanted you to know he didn't want to right. pass away with with that knowledge he wanted you to know to get it out and i guess eventually uh eventually help yeah like i said i mean he he let us know because he, he wants me to do something. He wants to do good with it. He wants me to get it out there. He wants me to give the information to the right people. Hopefully these right people that we're getting close to being with and the right people that can solve this, the right people that can go ahead and move this forward. Um, we're, we're very, very, very close to... Uh, I really, really hope that we're going to uncover this. I, I, feel, I feel that one... 100% without a doubt in my mind. I do know where he is. I really do. What makes what makes you so certain? There's a lot of different things along the way. Um, 
me and my dad had talked, and he had told me about the spot. Um, we had talked probably for about 35, 40 minutes that day, and very, very briefly about the same subject when he had come home on hospice for a few minutes. And uh, <clears throat> names, locations, um, the type of business, and things of the sort that was mentioned to me um, along the conversation um, has led me to the point. Um, I can kind of give you, which means you have discussed, um, a very, very good and clean scenario of life before that incident and life after it. And uh, access to, to, to the location was definitely obvious. And uh, you recently had uncovered something that you had sent to me from an FBI file. Kind of adds to that, um, what I've been saying all along. Um, I just think we have, you know, not that he would lie to me, not that I thought he would, but I went ahead and did a little of my research anyways and tried to kind of give my story a theory, I guess is what we could call it. And I think between me, you, and Dan, I know Dan especially says, like, wow, you hit it on the head. Everything up to that. And I feel that I have. So that's why now was the time to come forward with you and get this ball rolling and get the information out because I feel 1 million percent comfortable with the location and the information that I do have. Not that I ever doubted it, but I like to make sure things are a little better than what I know before I go say something. Yeah, and the research you did. It's been a long road, and, and you've been a very, very big part of that, and I appreciate that. And Dan as well. Dan has been amazing through this. Um, you know, I'd like to thank him also. It, it was a collective thing between the three of us, I think, that got us to this actual point finally. And after a bunch of other people along the way. But, uh, like I said, I, I feel I, I'm a million percent in, and uh, I'll stand by that to the day that I die. I got the location. The point is now, let's put it together. Let's try to see what we can do with it. And uh, we're extremely close. We are extremely, extremely close to just having this come out. Now it's the point of how we make it come out. You know, we, have to, we have to figure out the right verbiage, the right people, the right time, the right place. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're working on right now. And I mean, you've been working on also for the past month or so along with Dan. Um, and I see where it goes. But as far as me... I'm 100%, 100, 100%. Yeah, every time you get some research or some detail, it, it didn't disprove what your father told you, but it started to have more evidence to pile on that basically... Right. I mean, that, that's, that's, what the, that's what this waiting period has been about. Just in case anybody's saying, oh... He's got this. But I'm getting negative stuff already. I'm getting way more positive since it aired. Like, there's not even a comparison to more positive than negative. And I say I'm prepared for the negative, but it hurts. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, we didn't wake up yesterday morning and say, you know what, my father told me this five years ago. Let me just go and say it. No, that has not been the situation. This has been endless, endless, endless time and research from myself, from you, from Dan, um, for the past five years. And it's at the point to where it all makes sense. 
that's why it came the time to move forward to the next step and let everyone know that, yes, and we've just uncovered a couple other little pieces of stuff that just keeps piling on the yes pile. Mm-hmm. The no pile doesn't have anything right now. The yes pile <laughs> just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> yes. That's the great way you to know put what it. I mean? that's, that's the best part of this, and especially working with you and Dan. And I think you'll agree that the yes pile definitely overweighs the no pile. Yeah. It, by yes. Far. Every, day, every day I'm doing research, and there is something else on that yes pile. Uh, on this, right, and, and and a lot of the times that yes pile when when me and you do get things, it it might step back, you know, back to a few days after the incident, and be like, wow, oh my goodness, and it might be something that comes today that we talked about a few months ago, and then it comes back, wow, and it's been nothing but the yes pile since it really has, and that's that's the crazy part about it, and the part is. It's always wow. <laughs> That's only what I like to yep. use it, but yep. it's always been wow from day one. Yep. Any direction that we've gone, we get something that says, yes, oh, my God, that helps us, you know, along with our theory of how and why and when and all that. And it's just overwhelming. And like I said, that's at the point right now to where there can't be any, there can't be any no's out there. Mm-hmm. At the point where we're just about ready to do this. Do, do you, you finally you you've said uh, that you that you're willing to have a like a sworn affidavit or something for authorities? Uh, clearly, one goal for you is to is to. Do you think your information that you can solve to help solve the case that they could find something? And you know, finally, what do you hope? If for some reason it was never moved, uh, I, I'm I'm more confident than I've ever been in my life, Eric more confident than ever. It's actually goosebump kind of absolutely is the only way to describe it. And it's wow. Again, I just it's it, it it's so possible that it really seems unreal. It really does. And that's the hard part. Making you yourself understand this is real. This is going to happen. This is what you've been fighting for. This is what you've been looking for. It almost makes it seem like it's just not real. But it is. But it is. Phil Moscato Jr., who uh, says he knows where Jimmy Hoffa is buried. Uh, The show is on Fox Nation. Riddle, the search for James R. Hoffa. It is also on Fox News Channel. And you can go to foxnews.com to read uh, the article and see some of the video of Phil. It is not over. It is just beginning. Phil Moscato, thank you. I know this will be done. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. And thank you, Fox News. Much appreciated. You have been listening to Riddle, the podcast. Watch our show, Riddle, the search for James R. Hoffa, on our streaming service, Fox Nation, and news reports on the Fox News channel. Thank you for listening. I'm Eric Sean. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.